Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, Arnick, Deli, Josh, and Andy. Hello. In-house, we can field what? Part of a basketball team? No. Pick no. We can play two on two. We can, we, can, we can field a pickleball singles yeah. team. With Arnick, Josh, and I cheering. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We can feel the singles right. team. All right. Welcome, everybody. Good to, good to have you with us uh, this week. And uh, we are in this kind of impromptu series about giving and serving and uh, availability. And uh, kicked off the year with a question of where are you? Uh, looking at Genesis, right? Uh, but the, the question for us as a community of faith, where are you on a Sunday, not just being in-house, but like, you know, where are you serving on a Sunday? And, uh, and then also, where are you through the week, right? So working through, working through that whole space. So uh, last Sunday, we had a uh, kind of a tag team message almost. I mean, I, I kicked it off, and, uh, and then Dana came up and presented the the what I call the acute need the need right now at at uh, at next step and then and then wrap that up so I was looking at um, the idea of the vessels and uh, I probably preached that for five minutes and could have gone for forty five <laughs> you know the idea of the woman in in uh, I think it's Second Kings chapter four mm-hmm. and uh, the debtor's coming and or they're the debtor the creditor's coming and uh, they need to pay off the debt, and they have all these, you know, nothing. And so, what a cool story! Yeah, Elisha says, "I love it." Different translations, of course, but go out and get all the vessels you can. Not a few. So yeah. I remember as a kid, right, yeah. King James, not a few. And to, uh, and I did. I almost said it during the sermon, but it was a, it was, it was kind of a rabbit trail. Not a, not a total rabbit trail, but. Uh, one of the kings, and I think it was Elisha again, maybe Hezekiah, one of the kings, he said, uh, take this arrow and beat the earth. Mm-hmm. And the number of times that you strike the earth is the number of battle. Yeah. And the guy hit the thing three times and stopped. And the <laughs> prophet was just like, what are you doing? Like he went off on him. He said, he said if you would have just continued in faith to hit the ground with that arrow, uh, the Lord would have brought a victory. Now you're going to get three victories, and that will not be enough. <laughs> yep. Right? And I've thought about that. I'm like, I don't know what would I have done. I would like to think I took that arrow and beat it until it was shredded on the ground, you know? Right. Right. And I wonder how many vessels I would have gotten. Yeah. In you saying that, there's something that when you were preaching, I was thinking about. First of all, when Dana got up and shot out to Next Step, um, she did such a great job of framing the need. And there was something in that. There's something in that that I got from that is that she got up, but she was she explained herself so clearly what the need was. And there was an awareness and a recognition that I just felt I could have felt it wrong. But it felt like the room respected what she was giving even more. And respected her and her gift and and even the entire body of Next Step because of the way she framed need. 
And so going along with what you're saying, it, you've been on giving for, I don't know, probably, I know at least since the beginning of the year. Uh, there's something to knowing how to receive, too. There's something to being aware and taking a good measure of your space. It's almost the same principle of knowing how frail we are. A lot of times God wants to give us things, but we haven't taken a good measure of what the need is, which also incentivizes us learning to pray and be honest with God about our needs because God has all that it takes and all these riches just like the prophet had. Beat the ground as many times as you need it. But in order to do that, you have to be able to admit weakness. You have to be able to admit insufficiency. Mm -hmm. And so there's something in that that hit three times when clearly the enemy wasn't going to stop attacking. He could have just said, hold on for a minute and (laughs) sat there and did some drumming Mm -hmm. uh, on the ground. So you're saying that she shared her need, the need for the... That, that that mission, and it didn't decrease her in anyone's eyes. No, as, as a matter of fact, it, it gave connection, and it gave a stronger sense of conviction. I know if I'm a giver, I want to know whatever I'm giving into the cause is worthy. And I think that many times when we're in the position of the giver, that's how we see it. But then when we get in the position of the receiver, we're not clear. I think there's also yeah. a thing where people want to people want to uh, ride a winner. Yeah. Right? They want to give to something that's working. But in that context, uh, Dana might have said uh right now things are a little shaky. But I don't think that was the issue. I think the clarity of mission yes is what can come through, right? Yeah. You have highs and lows. Uh Deuteronomy maybe numbers, I don't know. One of those I feel like it's Deuteronomy. It says the land that we go to possess, the promised land. It says it's a land of hills and valleys. That's right. I saw that as a kid. I'm like, ah, yeah. Mm. Highs and lows of the church, seasons of the church, sine wave of up and down, all those things. And you have that. Ministries have that. Businesses have that. All kinds of things have that. So it's not that. And you can you can confess need, and still be inspiring. I think that's what I hear you saying. Yes, you can absolutely. confess need. We're in a space here, and we need some help. Yeah. That doesn't diminish mm-hmm. the ministry or diminish me or leadership or anything. Right. It can, in fact, be inspiring yeah. when there is a sense of clarity mm-hmm. of mission and clarity of calling. Yeah. And you, if we, oh, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, and in addition to that, because she said it so clear, and thank God for her being willing to be so transparent and vulnerable, yeah. the shame sometimes that gets associated with that four-letter word, need. She said herself, she said, I didn't, <laughs> I'm not the type of person that normally will reach out yeah, and I don't say do it well. there's yeah. a need. Yeah. So I think sometimes also there's some shame associated with the idea of need. But the need wouldn't be there if there wasn't also mission and purpose and all of that there. Mm-hmm. So we can't let that same shame that sometimes especially gets to us on personal levels um, we can't let it be responsible for not inspiring others and expanding the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah I, I was just, I mean, you, you actually ended up saying what I was going to say anyway, yeah. but the, um, the transparency and the authenticity of the person bringing that, that need, right? Like that's right. what, um, <laughs> it's, it almost seems like because you are 
presenting this need. And like we said, like there's this um, stigma of it's you're less than diminishes it you. diminishes yeah. you right that's what you're saying but but when you bring it in this sense of authenticity which it requires you to be bold right. and courageous and and be presenting something of like i listen i can swallow this that's and correct. present it right like that that's what where where it does it's inspiring it's like wow like and it makes it real right it makes it real of like wow okay this girl who is running this organization who is doing this in in this instance is willing to swallow her pride and right. say like I need I need my brothers and sisters at Christ way to help me right and that inspires us of she is just like me right, <laughs> right? like that's that's what I'm thinking and of no is that doubt, authenticity of it yeah no doubt also with someone that is just a, such a great person and a person that's in that kind of position anyway you also know that she had to have offloaded some uh, what may have been some poor viewpoints of need that are based upon maybe being taken. Because mm. all of us, if we've been in the position of the giver, I think all of us know what it feels like to feel like you got taken. And I, I, I know for me, I became a more honest receiver when I started forgiving people that took me. Mm-hmm. That, that, weren't in need or may have taken advantage of whatever my charity was. So I think it's those two things that shame and well, so you say yeah. shame. So, you know, the classic, the classic phrase, right? Mm-hmm. You burn me once shame yes. on you. Burn me twice. Yeah. Burn me twice. Shame on me, yeah. except we don't do shame around here at all. It doesn't matter right. what level it is or how many yeah. times. That's right. So a lot of times we could be taken as you're saying, right? Yeah. Snookered yeah. as someone in my deep South Snooker. Illinois past <laughs> might've said, and uh, and we're like, oh, that ain't happening again. And you know what just happened? Frankly, Satan won a victory right there. Yeah. Kingdom of Darkness won a victory. When I'll say, well, I ain't doing, I ain't getting me that way anymore, yeah, right. because we have just self-selected out mm-hmm. from the blessing of partnership and the blessing of 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 giving. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We pull ourselves away. Yeah. yeah. And so to. Um, and here's the deal, too. Uh, the need matches the vision. That's right. Right? If there's not a very big... We were just talking about this, right? This uh, business connection that you just made, Josh, yeah. for, your, yeah. for your farm. And the uh, amount of people that you just came into needing... Yes. <laughs> right? Because of a vision that you had, you're pursuing, and people are like, okay, we love what you're doing. And now it grows to a scale and a scope where you can you can still produce the quality that you've produced, but you can't produce it on the scale that is being that requested. Yeah. It's being requested. Yeah. Right? Might I might I change that to church? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Right? Church vision, business vision. Whatever that is. Yeah, we're going through that right now at Recharge. As God expands and opens up avenues, you, your idea is, oh, this is going to make it easier. But that's never the truth. It's never the truth. As God expands you, I, was, I never forget I was on a plane and I read the prayer of Jabez, that, that whole deal, just through one sitting. And when it got to the expand my territory, and I really got into that, and I'm like, man, 
Every time God expanded somebody's territory in the Bible, things like got bad. Well, you stretch. Because you stretch yourself, yeah. What I've always thought is, you know, there's sometimes when you stretch things out, you find the imperfections. And he wants to stretch us so that we find those imperfections. And then he heals those things or walks us through the repair, right? The healing of it. I think as one thing I, I, I really appreciated about Sunday is that's our culture. Like that's right. th- this is Christ way. Like if you were there on Sunday, or or if you get to listen to the message online at Christway.net, uh, you will you're going to hear who we are there through yeah. the whole message of um, it is our privilege to serve. I mean, I just that's on my mind every single day, literally. And and I think if you catch anything, especially if you're new to this this place, is it is our privilege to serve all of us. It isn't just the leader serving, it's all of us, all of it. We want to serve so you will serve. We want you to serve so others will serve. And we want to multiply that idea of how can we serve. And then as we walk into freedom and redemption in our lives, then we can do exactly what Dana did and get up and and be real and open and vulnerable and say, I've been serving and I need help now to either serve or I need you to serve me in some way and there's no shame. Well, you, you've grown, you grow that lettuce, don't you? Don't you plant it, pick it, grow it? Don't you do that? <laughs> We're talking like greens and stuff, right? I like mean, not money. L- lettuce. I see it as that. Um, I mean, you, 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 I, you've been the guy that did the whole thing, right? You plant it. You, <laughs> haven't you? I've, I've driven out there and I've seen the tractor and I've seen you and Mindy and both of you are muddy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, you're the one. We, met, we tend the soil. Mm-hmm. as at, at a level that you can. Yep. But now, if you keep being the one to put the gloves on, mm-hmm. plant the seed, like you have to shift. Yep. Somebody has to be there to lead that. Yeah. So you move from planter, right, to trainer. Yeah. Training, guiding, equipping, empowering, coming alongside, encouraging, taking a dozen people. And step eight in the path, mm-hmm. right? Replicating yourself, mentoring. Yeah. Yep. That's part of the deal. And, and no, no, not everybody can do that. Not everybody is able to go from technician to leader. Yeah. Not everybody can go from technician to manager. But that's where God in a church or uh, businesses or whatever brings people along with particular giftings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And puts us all together. Yes. Yeah. And your job, because you're, you and Mindy are the founders there, you have the vision for the place, mm-hmm. the culture for the place. Not, not unlike church, right? There's a reservation that we're on, that we're working on, and parameters and guidelines and, and mm-hmm. posts and signs, and here, yeah. you know, here's what we're about, right? And, and maintaining the fidelity of that. Mm-hmm while bringing people on that can work in that vision and want to yes. yeah. and get to be a part, you're going to provide jobs for people that don't even know it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even know it yet. Mm-hmm. I sure hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to provide, yeah, you will, right? Yeah. You'll provide jobs for them and livelihood and culture and happy. Dana, uh, she can tell you the story. You know, when it was she and Ron and one of the, I was there, I've been there five years. And when I got there, I think there were five people. Yeah. Now there are 30 plus. Yeah. People on that team, right? Livelihood, love it. Love the. Yeah. I want to work. You know, all those yeah. things. That's a great gift. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I was just gonna say, like, 
exactly what Josh is doing, like just in this scheme of this example that we're painting here is like, it's not, things are growing, right? You're, you're casting this vision, things are growing and it, and that you have, you have the gift and the passion. And this is what Andy is talking about. I love this is that it's, and it's actually not you serving more or doing more. Hmm. And all right, now I'm going to, I need to cut back on this or what Dana was saying. Okay. I need to sell my house. I need to do this. I need to, I, I need to do this rather than it's right. Rising above that, understanding that he has gifted you in that. Right. And now I'm going to step into what you're saying is I'm going to pour this into other people that can. And that's how, and that's just how that the kingdom of God, like, and it, it just, it just, that's what makes God's kingdom just so beautiful as a body. Right. Like yeah. it's not just, I'm going to, I'm going to be a hand and I'm going to be the best dang hand I could possibly be. And I'm going to just, I'm going to have calluses, you know, but I'm going to actually show some other people how to be hands too. Right. Like I'm going to show them how to, to be a part of this body and develop them and grow them because of the gifts that he's given me, the experiences that he's given me. Right. The, exactly. The, yeah. The, the yeah. just ordained specific things that I can speak and show and give perspective to. I mean, that's, that's multiplying, right? That's that step eight that we're talking about. It is, it is mentoring and leadership and multiplying yourself and being able to be free in order to be close. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean like souls banner too free. I mean like, Available, available, yeah. free, free of time, yeah, yeah. And in the last year, as we've transitioned that, I have been uh, Dana and I share an office for the last year, and there are times in these highs and lows where you know things look tight, or you you anticipated something and it didn't didn't come through. And we have a rising team of five young leaders who are amazing, really growing, wonderful, wonderful people, the right people. And uh, Dana and I have had these conversations where it looks like it's going to be hard for them and how are they going to handle it? And we're able to remind each other. We're able to say, yeah, yeah, they have to go through this. Yeah. This is how their faith is built. Right. Right. We had to go through it. We have stories. We have stories. We're, we're, you know, a decade or a couple decades older than them, right? We have these stories that we're able to speak of our faith in moments where we're like, "Uh Oh, I thought that was going to happen. It didn't. Now we trust. You let patience have her perfect work, right? Yeah. And these things, I, I was telling a story recently. When I'd first gotten married, I was brand new, uh, entertaining the idea of going into ministry. I was also brand a newly minted uh, naval officer. I was at a war college in uh, a, a service warfare officer school in uh, New England. I had just gotten married. Like, I don't know. I got a new car. I don't know what else could be new. Like, everything was new in my life. And uh, for whatever, uh, I needed. I felt like I needed to make more money. And I don't know. Back then, it's kind of funny. I think I made. you made 27000 and you were like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> Buy the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So all that. And, uh, and so I literally, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking in the one ads to, like, go work at a Dunkin' Donuts in the morning to bake bread and donuts and whatever, you know, muffins before I go mm-hmm. to work at the Navy school and in the afternoon go through ministry stuff and be a newly married husband. All the, That's what I was, I can vividly remember circling, old school here, right? The newspaper circling one ad things in the classifieds and thinking, okay, maybe I could do that. I, could, I wonder if I could fit that in. Or janitorial work overnight. Yeah. Like, that's what I was willing 
to do. I had a, I had a debt, a thousand dollar debt that hit me at the very end of my senior year. I did buy a car and there was a, uh, a fee associated with it that I didn't have the money for. And so a guy loaned me a thousand bucks, the commander that I worked for. He was super wealthy anyway and inherited some major money. And he said, Andy, no big deal, man. I'll, I'll get it. So he, he loaned me $1,000 on a piece of paper. Huh. And I, he goes, how do you want to pay it back? I'm like, $100 a month. I don't know. I feel terrible, you know. And He's like, sure, $100 a month. So $100 a month, we sent him a check. Several months go by. Checks aren't getting cashed. And I'm like, you're screwing up my checking account here, pal, because I don't have that margin, right? I can't have you cashed. $300 at one time or we'll be $297 overdrawn, you know? <laughs> so you can't do that. And that was my, that was my place. And I remember circling those one ads thinking I need to make more money. I know I'm a newly married husband. and need to be present for that. I know I'm a newly minted officer. and need to be present for that. I know I'm in a minister training program. and need to be present for that, but I need to make more money. Yeah. And I got a letter one day. Melinda brought it to me. She picked me up from school. And she hands me this letter, and it's from Commander Adams. And I open it up, and it says, Sorry, I couldn't make it to your wedding. Uh, here are your three checks. Consider the debt paid in full. That message to me was, I had a $1,000 debt. I can work harder to pay it off, or the Lord can take it away. Yep. And if the Lord takes it away, I don't have to get up at 2.30 in the morning and go to Dunkin' Donuts, mm-hmm. which is fine. Everybody here knows I can get up at 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I think I've got to But how does, it impact, <laughs> <laughs> how does it impact everything else in a negative way, right? My yeah. point being, long story, apologies, but you compromise all these other things yeah. because I thought I needed to do it in only the ways I knew I could do yeah. it. Yeah. And it, it's a lack of faith, and God sent me this beautiful message 30 years ago that I lean into and still affects me to this day. These moments of, okay, I mean, I could do that on my own, but maybe I'll back her down here and let the Lord, yeah. let the Lord do something. Right? I think that connects with your message on Sunday, too, because we're, if we're an open vessel and he's filling us to overflowing is really the message, right? Over and over and over, you know, we... Sometimes I, I find myself like that in my own way, where maybe I put the lid on, you know, the vessel or whatever, and you know, I'm not allowing that to be to happen because I have my own thoughts and my own ways to do things. And even mm-hmm. even in business, I have my own. I, I mean, like I'm the expert in my field. So I found myself this morning. Deli came to the farm at six thirty. It was freezing cold. Ten degrees. Yeah, and <laughs> we sat in our under construction farm store with this giant heater blazing, yeah. and and chatted, and then as he was leaving, Mindy, my wife, had come to the farm, and and then all of a sudden, my mind is right into even before you left, my you could see yeah. it, my mind was going right into work mode, and I felt the Holy Spirit just say, "Hey, chill, like relax, spend a spend a minute with your wife, maybe pray with her, and." Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's probably a good idea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just these things like that yeah. as, as we become aware of that we are this vessel that he really wants to just fill us mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And, and it's almost all like, like all those thoughts and ideas just, it's not like they leave, but they become light. Yeah. It becomes peaceful. Mm-hmm. And then Minnie and I go on to, you know, plant 500 heads of lettuce today, like no big deal. Mm-hmm. And I thought, and my mind's turning like, 
before I hear that thought of, oh my gosh, I got to do all this stuff. Yeah. And it, so I, I just, I think that's the message of let him fill you. And it mm-hmm. just comes out and everything becomes uh, lighter, not easier. Let me be, let me be clear. It's not easier. It just right. becomes lighter uh, to me anyway. So can I, can I read this little scripture? I know yeah, you would need little, to respond. Little scripture. Yeah, sorry. Just a little. Re, re, Romans, Romans 12, first, Romans 12, the very first. Little, first time ever anyone has said time. little scripture out of Romans. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to start at what, what just hit me there, Josh, as you were saying that is, um, you know, it says like, this is your true and proper worship. I just think about that. Like we're, we're being this vessel and we're trying, and we're trying to be a vessel, right? To be worshipful of God and what we're doing. Um, and, you know, and then it continues on, like, don't conform to the world or to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, is good, pleasing, and perfect will. But before that, so before that, this is what I was, I was getting at. Like, it says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, in view of God's great mercy, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. So I was, that's what I was thinking of when you were thinking about when you were like, oh, Yes, let me remind myself here. Yeah. Who is in? Who is the Lord of my life every day that I wake up? Who gives me breath every single day? Let me pause. Let me let me create have some margin right here for that, and not just jump right into you know living out of ourselves and doing our things. Yeah. But actually, let me pause here and understand that my my life is this is this sacrifice. I'm just, I'm just going to die to myself today, right now, and that's what that's exactly what he wants, right? Yeah. That's his. It Perfect, is. pleasing, mature. Yeah, you know, like that's that's part of his will right there. I don't know. That's what hit me whenever. Well, such an interesting phrase like again. Different translations. Reasonable service. Yeah. yeah. Like you're asking me to do what? Is that <laughs> is that even reasonable? Yeah. Well, I think he answered that question for us, right? He said. Yeah. Yeah. He said, no, no, no. That is, that is reasonable. And we talk about that here. We talk about uh, on uh, a Sunday things that you can do on a Sunday. Some things are uh, serving. And some things are sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And there, are, there aren't too many things on a Sunday that are sacrifice. We say that maybe if you're outside of the auditorium and you're serving children somewhere and, you know, you're outside of the main body, uh, but that's still, man, you get a great opportunity. You could flip it around the other way and go, <laughs> the ones that are sacrificing are having to hit me, hear me for the next 40 minutes when you could go hang out with kids. And play. And talk God with them it's and play. <laughs> it's a privilege to serve. Yeah. So really, right? What, what is it's it's reasonable mm-hmm. service, mm-hmm. Yeah. and the opportunity to be available. And so I think as leaders in a church in 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 this church, we recognize the need for vessels. Mm-hmm. And frankly, um, man, we most of us have been doing this a little bit mm-hmm. and training people. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here, Josh. That uh, what you can do, you and Mindy do 500 head of lettuce. Uh, the two of you, uh, if you hire uh, two different people and go to Indy for the day, hang out, catch an art museum, come back, those two new people, they're not gonna have 500 head yeah, of lettuce in the ground. Probably are they? not. Yeah. yeah. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So sometimes it's like I can get more done myself. Yeah. Yeah. Than the work of, which is the work, the work of mentoring, the work training, of training, the work yeah. of equipping. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've been saying around here lately. Like, what does training look like? Because mm-hmm. talking at them is not training. Yeah. Exposure yeah. is not equipping. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been saying too, right? Mm-hmm. Exposure is not equipping. Just because you saw it didn't mean you got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to come alongside and equip people. Yeah. And then I, I just, 
I love it. I, I bet it gets preached again at some point soon. Like the, the filling of the, the oil ran as long as there were open vessels. And when the, when the vessels stopped showing up, mm -hmm. the oil stopped and you know, it wasn't cause it was out of oil. The, the what are they saying? So a math problem. The variable here is the vessel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The, the people mm -hmm. that will present themselves mm -hmm. without a bunch of other stuff in the way. Yeah. Yep, yep. Which is a lot of why we say, I mean, our third banner of service, it's the third banner. Mm -hmm. Right? Salvation, freedom, and then redemption. Yeah. Right? You get the weight and the sin. You unload those things. And then you're in that space to serve, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not encumbered with all the cares of life and all the other things. And we all have them, but there's a difference between having them yeah. and being choked out by them, mm -hmm. right? As you said, it's, it's not necessarily easy. You're still dirty yeah. and working and tired, yep. but there's a lightness to it. And several times when you were saying that, the thought came to me, uh, come and learn of me. Yeah. Take my yoke on you. Mm -hmm. Right, my yoke is easy. Easy, burn his light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you sent us um, an email earlier today about twenty things about giving. Yeah, and along with what you're saying, the beauty of all of this, I was in prayer by the way at Recharge on Eighth Street, twelve <laughs> to one. Shout every out every day. Every day we have Service prayer from twelve noon? to one. Oh, uh, every day. Okay, I'll so, be there, and it's open to the public. And I, I was there praying today, and I just had one of those sobbing moments, and it was number 10 on that list that you sent to us, giving gives your life meaning, and just the sense of being grateful to have a reason to, to continue. And I, I want to share that and express that to people with what you're saying about Josh and even just in the ministry and serving and what that means. The privilege, we're not kidding when we say that. This is meaning, and to have meaning is to have hope. And no matter what's going on around you, just do the therapy of giving and see what it does to your heart and what it does to you as a person to know that God would choose you and expand you to the point to say, you're worthy to give this to my people. And I, I've been on that uh, these last few weeks and listening to the sermons. And even before we come out and, and we sing on Sundays, just the feeling, something about this year, that's, that's kind of been the mantra. The feeling of knowing that if you were sitting on the outside of this, what that would feel like. Mm -hmm. And to have a purpose when you wake up in the morning. That's one of the most exciting things after I get all the stuff out of my eyes and kiss my wife goodbye. One of the first exciting thoughts I have is, wow, I get to do something in the kingdom today. And that's knowing all my business that I haven't told everybody and knowing every shortcoming, everything about myself. And God says, no, I want you. And that's such a beautiful feeling. So I, I wanted to point that out that even when you're on the farm or whatever you're doing, just knowing the reason why you can plant 500 cabbages is because that sense of purpose is so rewarding. Mm. It really is, yeah.
I'm going to ask you to close out in just a moment. So if you'll, you'll pray that over people. Okay. Yeah. And close out. I, I'm thinking of uh, one, one more Dana next step story, uh, link Hobbs, who, uh, is a Christway church member, right? He's the one that encouraged me to be hired there. So he's very connected to that. He, he, she said he founded the board and put her on it and didn't tell her, you know, that kind of, yeah. So Link has said time and again, he'll drop a check off or drop some financial support or, and just, you know, coincidentally right on time, right when it's needed, you know, and he'll drop something off. He's done that for years, for, for years and years would say, uh, you know, I can't do what you can do, Dana, but I can do this, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And so people realizing that they can be a part of something meaningful when they give, yes. mm-hmm. simply by their giving. And you find and, and look and see what, the, that's what we say around here. Let's find out what the Lord is doing and let's be a part of what God is doing. Yeah. Right. And whether that's our time or our cash, uh, our encouragement, whatever, whatever it may be to mm-hmm. be a part of that. How about you pray us out today? God, we just thank you for the opportunity to serve and to give to each other and everything that's built out of those relationships and a stronger, uh, more relevant relationship with you and the kingdom. We're grateful for that. Um, If there's someone out there searching for hope or searching for a sense of purpose, let them find the gift of giving in their heart and let them discover how wonderful it is, how much of a blessing it is. Even as wonderful it is that we receive things when we give, and you give us a sense of purpose, the beauty of that, the revelation of your kingdom that's in that. Help us to see it. Help us not to feel like our giving is a burden, but more an opportunity. Uh, That's what we need, and we thank you. Thank you for in trusting us to share with each other, no matter what we do, uh, no matter how we serve, we serve with gladness. Uh, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. he gives it, Lord, you give it to me so I can give it to you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then you may give it to me and I'll give it to someone else. And, mm-hmm. yep. Right? And how faith is grown and we are grown and all that. And the, the intricacies of growth that are connected to giving and yet the simplicity of just being open-handed and uh and sharing so thank you thank you fellas for the conversation today thank you all for sharing a bit of your life with us as well uh listening today and i encourage you over these last several weeks uh listen to christway.net uh or however you may listen to uh even this podcast right interwoven within each week's podcast will be the the Sunday message. And, and, uh, we are on a little bit of a run here, a little bit of a theme. So, uh, we'll trust that that's God directed and invite you to be a part of it. And thank you again for joining us today. And we look forward to being with you next week. So until then, grace and peace, take care.